This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio gets the job done right with help from our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades. Jane Brown for Libby Snymer today. Libby returns tomorrow. Well, we all deal with electricity in our everyday lives and often take it for granted that we flick a switch and our light toaster or coffee maker simply just works. Today we're joined by Tyler Charlebois from our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades and Glenn Croxell of KBL Electric, who will be talking about the common electrical problems we all deal with in our homes, the hazards we should all be aware of, and why the future looks bright electricity-wise. Thank you both for coming in. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Let's give out the numbers to start. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-744-740. Any questions that have to do with the work of electricians? And Glenn, that's where we'll start. When do we need to hire an electrician to do work in our home? Uh, Well, it all depends on your comfort level when it comes to electricity. Um, basically, uh, changing a light fixture, uh, changing a switch, um, that might be on your comfort level, but a lot of people aren't comfortable with electricity, so um, it's probably a good idea to hire a licensed electrician. Um, And Tyler, how do we find, um, obviously through the College of Trades... Yeah, definitely. Through the the Ontario College of Trades, we have a public register on our website, which you can actually search and uh, and find every uh, certified electrician uh, to do the work and make sure. And that's the key thing. And I think that that's what, you know, we've got Glenn is so great as Glenn is actually certified as an electrician and a uh, an electrical contractor uh, with the uh, with the ESA as well. So I think, you know, that's what we're here to talk to people about is depending on what the work is that you need to get done, who can do the work. And when you're bringing someone in to do that electrical work uh, for the bigger stuff, it's making sure that they actually are certified to do the job because there are a lot of people out there who say that they can do the work. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Glenn um, has seen many experiences where people come in and say, I can do the work for you. They found them on maybe a site and they said, you know, a few a few hundred dollars, maybe $50 or so and I can do this for you. And, uh, and they've run into the consequences, and that's what we're trying to prevent. Home renovations are really big these days. Uh, a lot of people are deciding to renovate their home rather than buy up because of the, the cost of real estate. It's gone down a little bit, but still it's, it's at historical highs. So this is a topic of interest to a lot of people who are doing work at home. And you want to make sure that you're an educated consumer and that if you are hiring an electrician, first, number one, safety, and number two, cost, I would think and then efficiency so your calls are welcome you know how difficult it is to have to to chat with a contractor how busy they all are here's an opportunity until one o'clock to get some free advice from your friends at zoomer radio and the ontario college of trades 416-360-0740 toll free 1-866-744-740 glenn by the sounds of things there's never a good opportunity to tinker around with electrical issues on your own uh, no it's very dangerous um, 
take it from someone who's been shocked before. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's uh, not a nice experience. Not only does it hurt, but you could actually start a fire and burn your house down. Yeah. Um, very important to to always uh, call an electrical contractor. I wouldn't call a handyman someone who's uh, who's going to take fifty dollars to do a job. I mean, it takes about five years to get your license, and then another three years to get your master's. Um, after that, you need multiple insurances, WSIB. Uh, you know, it's 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 so worth it to hire an electrical contractor because they could back you if something goes wrong. Like if your house burns down, a handyman, where is he going to be? Like. He's, he's not going to be around and uh, always hire someone. I mean, I mean, I know electricity looks very inert. You can't really see it in, unless it's uh, grounded out. Um, but uh, when it does ground out, it's a, it's a real fire hazard. Yeah. And I've seen the worst of the worst. So, Glenn, if somebody calls KBL Electric, your company, um, how do you show them that you are, in fact, uh, the certified electrician that you say you are? How do we know as the consumer that what you tell us is, is in fact the case? Well, first of all, they can look up my, uh, my company name on the Electrical Safety Authority website. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's, it's plug-in safely. Um, but anyway. If That's you, a good website. Yeah. If, if you go on that site, <laughs> type in where you live. It'll show you basically from where you live where the nearest contractors are, um, electrical contractors closest to your house or so. So, I mean, if... If they want to find me on that, I mean, I obviously have my card. Um, whether or not I've gotten electrical contractor's license, and yeah. they can pop up that license number, and it shows everything you want to know about me. And, Tyler, by the same token, can we as consumers call the Ontario College of Trades to find out if somebody is certified? How does that work? Definitely, yeah. You can give us a call at the Ontario College of Trades. Uh, so that's 647 uh, uh, 847-3000. Uh, you can give us a call and we can check to make sure that someone who that you're looking to hire to do electrical work is actually has done the, and actually has the certification to do the work. Uh, and then on top, as uh, Glenn is talking about, that's the ESAs get the contractor's license. But the certification is the piece that we do, which is the 9,000 hours to get your certificate of qualification as an electrician. So that's the first piece that they need to have before they move on to sort of the master's level, which you get from the electrical, uh, from the ESA. So you can call us or you can go online simply onto our website and go to the public register and type the person's name in if you know their name. And just Google Ontario College of Trades. Exactly, yeah. Okay, well, the calls are coming in, as I knew they would, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Any questions to do with electricity, electrical work at your home? Let's go to Evelyn in Brampton. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to Zoomer Radio. Hi, thank you very much for taking my call. You're welcome. I have a, an electrical panel in my family room. And they brought the cable TV in that way. It's just a horror story. And I just wondered, there is no one other than an electrician, but what qualifications, like just an electrician or the whole, I, I don't know whether they'd have to combine with the cable company or what. They just got wires hanging down everywhere. Um, this is a, usually a big problem. Whenever I do a panel change, there's often cables, like cable TV wire, um, bell wire, hanging everywhere yeah like do they are they supposed to do that like <laughs> well in electrical in the electrical trade the code book states that you have to secure the wire every 
few feet or so, and uh, six inches from the junction boxes or so. But I don't know about cable and phone. They don't usually... Well, it wasn't the phone. It, it's definitely the cable TV. But okay. um, it may anyway, just... uh, you know, the way it is, it, you couldn't sell a house or do anything without it, without it fixing. And not that we're going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, why not address this while we're here and enjoy it? Yeah, it sounds like it definitely needs to be cleaned up. Yeah. So now, would we? Uh, how would we go about getting someone qualified? Uh, I, I was not purposely not listening because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know whether I was supposed to or not. Like, do I phone the trade or? Um, I do that. I mean, I could come by your house. I mean, it is low voltage. Cable TV isn't uh, something I usually. Oh, this is the fuse box behind it, and all this oh. stuff is hanging over the top of it. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, I mean, you the call my company. Wiring is in there, and the last time I went in there to turn the air, which was just recently, mm-hmm. I thought this is ridiculous. I got to move this these cables hanging down so I can throw the switch. It's very easy. It just is off or on. Right. That I can, have, but I can't close the door. Oh boy. No, it's not very good. <laughs> so, how old is your panel? Uh, let's see. The house was built. Well, we moved in here in 1979. And it was two years old. Okay. So, and I don't, I doubt anything. Well, I know we, they didn't do anything. Well, so. by the way, you're, you're sort of smiling, Glenn. It sounds like this is a recognizable issue for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, well, I just didn't feel like calling the corner fellow. Yeah. The I handyman, guess. you mean? Yeah. Yes. He yeah. wouldn't touch it. No, I know he wouldn't. Yeah. Because he, he's very, very good that way. He would just look at something and say, no, you need a oh, plumber. that's good. That's important. Yeah. No, no, he wouldn't touch anything. Okay. Well, thank you for calling, Evelyn. You're welcome. And what would be the place I would call again? Could you please repeat that for me? Um, you can call my company. It's uh, KBL, KBL Electric. K is in King, yep. B is in Bob. Yep. Yeah, KBL Electric. Uh, it's actually named after my wife and two kids, Karen, okay. Bradley, Lindsay. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. The story so, behind the story. <laughs> yeah. Um, people ask, what, how, do you, how did you get that name? And I'm like, it's, it's hard to figure out a name where, for a company. Where roughly are you located? I, I live in Oakville. Oh, um, okay. So that's we're a bit in of a hike for you. Oh, it's okay. It's, I go really far. I go to oh, Toronto. Okay. And okay, so it's KBL Electric. Electric, yeah. And uh, obviously, if Glenn is all booked up, that's when you can call the Ontario College of Trades and uh, find... that was it, too. Yeah, a couple of things. Ontario College of Trades. Evelyn, thanks for calling in. Good luck. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go to Kay in North York. Hi, Kay. Go ahead. Do you have a question for our electrician, Glenn, or Tyler from the Ontario College of Trades? Hi, hi, Jane. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Just a quick question. I'm a little bit confused. We had started um, building an addition on the back of the house, an extra room, a sitting room. And our next-door neighbor, he is an electrician, but he said to us, um, I would love to do the job for you, but I'm not a, con- I'm not a contractor. Mm-hmm. So could you please explain to the listeners here... What? Why sure. we need a, an electrical contractor and not just go to the yellow page? Is that maybe more a question for Tyler or? I, Glenn, can I, oh, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Change, you can but... listen offline. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Did you want to answer? Yeah. No, you can go ahead, Glenn. Okay. Um, basically, there's plenty of electricians out there. Most of the people in the yellow pages are actual electrical contractors, which means they've gone that extra step uh, to get their master's license. Um, and then they uh, they got their license, their electrical contractor's uh, license. Um, they have the insurance, and 
and everything to protect, you know, the, the customer and their employees, WSIB, um, whereas electricians don't, like just regular electricians don't. Um, you need a, a master's certificate to actually have your electrical contractor's license. And, uh, and basically, it's, uh, that's the difference. <laughs> and yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of time that you describe oh, yeah. putting in before you can actually receive the certification. Eight years. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it's as long it as a time. doctor. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, no kidding. It, it is. <laughs> and this is why, you know, at the Ontario College of Trades, we always talk about making sure that you're hiring those who've actually put in the time. Yes. And the money to do the training and get properly certified and qualified to do the work, right? So if you just go to someone for 50 bucks who says they can do the electrical, you're getting someone who hasn't put in the time. And that's why sometimes you might see their rate might be a little bit higher because they are actually qualified, right. properly insured, and they know what they're doing. Actually, right? that's you're a very, of, you're, yeah. You're, you have to remember, you, have to, you do get what you pay for when it comes right. to the trades. If you want to go cheap you're more than likely going to find someone who actually isn't qualified and it's going to end up costing you more. Okay. Pay a little bit more and you're going to have someone who actually Quality is. Work. Make sure that they are qualified they, when you check them. They can actually pull permits with the Electrical Safety yes. Authority and, and that, that makes the uh, the work they do legit. So, I mean, often insurance companies, if they find out that the work hasn't been done uh, through an electrical contractor and a permit hasn't been pulled, you know, that's that's real yep. trouble. That, that's yeah. the big that's the big difference between the yeah. contractor. So many electricians work for a contractor who is then responsible for pulling those permits. Mm-hmm. And that's what you would have needed to do in addition. You would need those permits from the city. Okay. So you need that contractor's license to do that through the ESA. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. We're speaking with our trusted contributors at the Ontario College of Trades today. And in particular, we're dealing with electricity, electricity issues with our electrician Glenn Croxall of KBL Electric and Tyler Charlebois from the Ontario College of Trades. Uh, before we went to break, I was asking about how much we can expect to pay for a properly certified electrician. Can you give us sort of a ballpark? Um, well, it all depends on the size of the company. Often there's franchises, and they advertise quite a bit, and they've got a lot of overhead or so, and and they actually they charge quite a, a, a heavy amount of money. And when it's something like if they have to go in and switch their circuit breaker back on, I mean, it's you almost feel kind of robbed, you know, whereas someone like me who's a bit newer at, at it, uh, I charge like a two-hour rate, um, should I tell them? Yeah, I think that that's inf- that so helps us. I charge about $140 for the first two hours. And then, you know, I make sure that everything's worthwhile with what I do. If it's an easy fix, sometimes I go into their panel and I'll give them a panel tune-up. And, uh, and yeah, it's, just, it's, it's important uh, to get your money's worth, you know, I mean. So, Tyler, what, what Glenn is charging, would that be comparable across the board? Should we shop around, even though we're, dealing, we're comparing apples to apples in terms of certification? Yeah, I think, you, you know, it's always what, you know, I had an electrician come do some work in my place uh, a little while ago, and it was, it was around the sort of 150 to $200 sort of for the first two hours kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also does depend on the amount of work that you're doing and, mm-hmm. the, and the amount of time that it may take uh, and where they come from. But I think what you should always be doing with any trade that you're bringing in uh, to work on your home or vehicle or anything is to get is to look into it and get quotes, 
right? So to find a few people, depending on the job. If it's a small job, maybe, you know, one person who actually is certified to do it. But if you're looking for, say, a renovation or, an exte- or you know, um, building an extension into your property or doing complete rewiring, then you might want to get a few quotes to see, right? And then you're sort of finding out who's the top, who's the bottom, and where's the middle because you might find sort of, as Glenn said, a higher-end company that's more... Um, uh, larger may have a higher end cost versus yes. someone who's a smaller shop but could still do the job who is qualified doesn't to do the have job, as much overhead but doesn't have as much overhead yeah. necessarily right so getting three quotes or you know at least a couple few quotes will allow you to figure that out sure. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Um, we chatted earlier, Glenn, with a, a listener who was calling in about a potential hazard in her home. Mm-hmm. What are some of the common electrical hazards that you've come across when you've been in ver- various people's homes? Uh, something I always see in, in homes with fuse panels. Um, I go down to the fuse panel, and you expect most of the fuses to be 15 amps. But what happens is the fuse will blow. Someone will take that old fuse out and put like a 20-amp fuse, a 30-amp fuse. Very dangerous, very dangerous thing. Another thing is often uh, I open a circuit breaker panel up and uh, you you find double-tapped breakers, uh, which is not a good thing because essentially every 15-amp circuit can handle about 12 devices, which is plugs, lights. Um, Often people do work. There's no more room in the panel, and they'll they'll put another wire on that same breaker. And uh, breakers are are meant to to work at 80% max. Um, anything above that tends to kind of wear the breaker out, and uh, you know over time it's not going to function the way it should. Um, you know it might break, which is very dangerous. That's a fire hazard. Um, I find smoke detectors and CO detectors to be a huge problem. Every time I go into a home. Their smoke detectors are yellow, and that just tells me that they're more than 10, 10 years old. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. You know, um, extension cords, boy, permanent installation extension cords, not a good thing. Are extension cords ever okay, like when we're dealing with the Christmas tree lights, that um, just, kind of thing? It's kind of a temporary deal. Right. right? It's like, not something that you want. It's not a permanent solution. Right, yeah. exactly. So you plug it in a, an extension cord. You know, there's a lot of different extension cords. Some are rated uh, for a certain amount of amperage, but no matter what, the circuit is rated for 15 amps. So if you plug too much into that extension cord and you overload it, that's that's a real fire hazard. What about you know? power bars? Power bars are different. They're pretty heavy duty. You know, if you look at the cord and they have a ground on it, and often they do have a surge suppressor, which is good. So power bars, I don't see a problem, unless you plug extension cords into them. Uh, yes, right. Then it's <laughs> right. the same problem. Yeah. yeah. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Questions for our electrician. Let's go to Bruce and Markham. Hi, Bruce. Go ahead. Hi, how are you? Fine, thanks. Uh, this, Glenn, sounds like a pretty reasonable uh, contractor. I uh, just commenting on that woman that called earlier if in fact she's corrected it's just cable hanging down not ac lines from a sloppy cable installation isn't she going to be paying an awful unless you do free estimates isn't she going to be paying an awful lot to have a licensed electrician come in and then determine that it's cable and it's like a five minute 
job packing it out of the way or moving it out of the way. Right, because you don't want to take mm-hmm. advantage of people either if, oh, you, no. if, you're, if you're ethical. Yeah, exactly. If it's all low-voltage cable, then no problem. Hire, hire a handyman could probably do that. No problem. No, I, and I understand. She may not be 100% mm-hmm. sure that it is, but if she, but what I'm saying, like you give, if she calls a contractor, unless they give free estimates, if he's mm-hmm. got to charge her a minimum one hour fee to come and tell her, no, the handyman could have done that. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do that. I charge nothing until they so, say go ahead with the job. Oh, I, okay. I do. So, and it's tough sometimes because I have to go. To Scarborough from Oakville, and, yeah. and it's like, oh man, yeah. oh well. <laughs> yeah, she, she should make sure before she has to absolutely over that that's the case. Yeah, if it's all low voltage, sure. sounded to me she had a pretty old panel. Uh, yeah. When construction workers come into a building and they they do a house up, usually it's done fairly well to code. Um, but I'm not sure if anything's been added on after, like maybe. Yeah, just going by her description, it sounded like a cable installer just done a sloppy yeah. job and left. That's cable hanging in front of the panel, understanding what she was saying. So. Yeah, that's totally um, a very common thing. Thank you for bringing that up, Bruce. Um, and Tyler, just in terms of repercussions, uh, if, you've, if you've hired somebody for a job and they've... Uh, I mean, are you ever going to have issues with an electrician who's registered with the Ontario College of Trades, or is it pretty ironclad that you've got good ethics in the system? Uh, no, so you can... You know, we've got a mechanism with the Ontario College of Trades where we will go after and you can call into our complaints line and we can investigate someone who's done work in a compulsory trade like electrician if they actually aren't qualified. So we like to go after the underground economy and weed those people out so they don't sort of take advantage or cause, uh, you know, incidents with other people. But even uh, electrical electricians uh, and any member of the College of Trades, you can call and make a complaint about them if you feel that they are sort of unethical, if they're not held or not being held to the standards of the College of Trades, just like you would with a doctor or a teacher, right? There's always mechanisms to make sure. Every what we're saying with the college and, and even with the, the electrical contract, the, uh, the ESA, when you're a contractor, is they've got this training, they've got their certification, they know what they're doing. It doesn't mean that they may be the best business person or, or their processes or, you know what I mean? So we don't sort of speak to that piece. We speak to that they are actually certified and qualified and know what they're doing. It's how they do it in the end. That is sort of a personal sort of style, right? So that's why we always say get three quotes, get references, because you'll find even if they're all certified, you might find something there that you might like, oh, this person actually does a better, you know, cleaner job, cleaner edges, whichever they might be, depending on the trade, right? So you're always looking for that kind of stuff, right? Not, not all electricians are necessarily all created equal. We sort of give them all the, the training and certification, but... So the Ontario College of Trades, in essence, is there as a, as a protective umbrella organization for the consumer. One of our key pillars is protecting the public interest and making sure that the public, as well as those who are certified in the trades, are actually protected. So we're getting rid of those who aren't certified, taking work from and giving a bad name to those that are certified, and making sure that the public is safe on both accounts, from both uncertified and, and certified individuals sometimes if they are not being held to the proper standards. Okay, and just another minute to go here. Um, Glenn, as an electrician, the future of electricity in our home, how do you see that changing in terms of energy conservation, uh, paying less per month on our hydro, that kind of thing? Oh, it's pretty huge. Um, I've been installing quite a few uh, different devices to save money. Um, Smart dimmers, you can program these dimmers to come on and off anytime. Uh, Smart thermostats, uh, they actually can 
know when you're there and when you're not home, you know. Um, the electrical vehicle charging stations, that's something I've been I've been trying to get into quite a bit. There's I've done quite a few of those. Um, obviously, you're saving gasoline. I mean, electricity is obviously cheaper. Um, but it is, it's, uh, there's quite a few things. Soon, you'll be able to control everything in your house from elsewhere, and it's going to be cheaper. You're going to save money. You're not going to waste time. Um, heating your home when you're when no one's home and and uh yeah it's it, the future is coming yes it's here yeah, the future <laughs> is here leds and uh yep i mean basically an led like a basic led light bulb maybe it, it draws seven or eight watts whereas like a regular bulb is 60 watts so i mean you know i mean we're already saving money with these with these savings. Okay, but. if you'd like to continue the, any of these conversations, uh, the Ontario College of Trades, you can just Google them. Uh, and uh, Glenn's company is KBL Electric in Oakville. So give them a call. Have them come out and do a free estimate. <laughs> Always free. Always free. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard to come by these days. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for both of you uh, coming into the Zoomerplex today. Thanks so much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.